All right. Yes. Um, let's do the book of Hebrew chapter 1 from verse said. So this um, very short charge is from um, being led by his voice. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 1. The God who has sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. This first verse already shows how God spoke to the fathers in the past days. said, and who are sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophet. Then verse 2, now show us our own. He said, at in this last day spoken to us by his son, we are the appointed head of all things by whom also we had made the world. So the Bible said, the old people, they, 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 were, they were spoken to by the prophet. But he said now that he, he's speaking to us by his son. You know, so many times um, people find it hard and um, knowing when God is speaking to them or when is their mind or to be sure if it's God. And I remember one time I was um, in, in New Converts and I was just helping her to go. And one of the first things she, she asked me one time, because I normally talk about, you know, God said this and this and that, 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 that. And she said something. She said, how does God even speak to you? That she wants to even know. The truth is that, see, God really wants to speak to you. If you look at the life of Moses, the Bible said something. There, there was an explanation that was given. God was so interested in speaking to Moses that he created a scenario just to catch Moses' attention. Then now begin to speak to him. The burning bush experience. So we must first have it as, as is not... Um, remove that mindset that you hear a word, a, a voice, I mean, from the word that will come and say, Oh, my Allah, thus said the Lord. There are times when the speakings of God can be dramatic, but most of the times the speakings of God are not dramatic. I said shortly, a man, a prophet, he was saying that while he was growing the prophetic, his scenes are, are, are always dramatic, like the way God shows him things. He said, But when he began to grow, they were not dramatic anymore. So he, he was praying and asking the Lord, is it that there's something I'm doing that means, and God, he said, according to him, he said, what God now began to tell him is that the more you grow, I don't need to be more dramatic to show you certain things. Sometimes, I did not say always, sometimes dramatic things can be of, probably maybe God has spoken to you in different ways and you did not comprehend, you did not understand, or probably God has found out that your, your organ of picking things that are not um, dramatic and not sharp, so it can come in a dramatic way. So every supernatural speakings of God are not always dramatic. Tonight's message is going to be a very short chat. So every words, every speakings of God, every supernatural, in fact, let me put it this way, all um, supernatural things are not always spectacular. Are you getting supernatural things are not always spectacular. There are times when God, they are, they are so sometimes when we are waiting for spectacular things, we may miss the supernatural. I remember someone said this long time ago. They said, if you're when your mind or your when, when your mind is governed by the Holy Ghost, the things of the spirit, he said your thoughts can become word of knowledge. Then I remember that I read a book by Andrew Mark. And I begin to help me shaping the things that I thought it was my mind. And I realized that some of these things are word of knowledge. So, so many times people say, ah, God has not spoken to me. But probably God has been speaking to them. They are the one who is here to discern. Or probably in their mind, they have created an analogy or a war that God will, will bring his voice through. Uh, you know, there's this dramatic expression that you're expecting. 
Meanwhile, God has spoken, and you've not really heard because you were expecting a dramatic um, expression. So, one of the things I'm going to be doing tonight is that I, I will show us um, four ways or four ways that God speaks. Then I'm going to share the practical way that God has spoken to me in different ways. So, tonight, like I said, it's going to be a short chat. And if you watch, under the law, there was there, there were times where there was this Bible we were reading now. There was a time when this Bible was not existing. Remember, in the book of, I think in the book of Exodus, in the book of, I'm trying to get a scripture now, Exodus chapter 7, verse 16. When when God spoke to when God spoke to Moses and asked him to go and stand before Pharaoh and speak, when Moses was speaking to Pharaoh, he didn't say, Let's let these people go. He said, Let my people go. Why? Because that thing he was saying, even though they were his own word. Even though he was using his voice to say those things, I mean, those things he was saying, he said the word of God because it was God who gave him that utterance to say. That's why, if you understand, the Bible in the book of Proverbs said in previous time, he has spoken to our fathers through the prophets. So those days when there were no scriptures, when when um, Moses stood before Pharaoh and he said, let my people go, even though it was his own voice that was saying it, but the word he was speaking were God's word. So that thing he said can be considered to be the word of God. So you see that the prophet can come to the kings and the people and say, Toss here the Lord, even though they are the ones speaking. But what they are saying is an utterance that came from the Lord. So there was a time when this um, um, Bible, now this written word was not in was not in view. Are you getting it? Was not in view, but then people still come and say the Lord spoke to them. In fact, if you read the book of First uh, Samuel chapter, at the First Samuel chapter twenty-eight verse sixteen, when the Bible said that, it said, "And the Lord appeared." No, First Samuel chapter chapter three, it said, "And the Lord appeared to Samuel in Shiloh." From verse nineteen to twenty-one, it said, "And the Lord appeared to Samuel in Shiloh by His word." Via his word. If you check when God was speaking to Samuel those days, most of those period they don't really have, and um, 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 most of them they don't really have this written word that we have now. So when God, remember that when God called Samuel, it was the audible voice of God. And the Bible still says, and the Lord appeared to Samuel in Shiloh by his word. Hope you know this thing will now called Bible. They were the things that the, the men of God, the prophet of the old said, even though it was the things that they said, but the utterance came by by. by um, from the Lord. That's why in the New Testament, Jesus did not just come to save us. No, he was the express image of God. Do you know what that means? Meaning that Jesus came to correct every analogy that we have had about God before. If you read on the Old Testament, we have a Bible study, uh, maybe next week Saturday or so. There's something I want to teach called the nature of God. So if you read the Old Testament, you'll find that there was they will say something like a line spirit came from the Lord. Let me tell you, most of those prophets, even though they got their utterances from God, some of them did not have the accurate representation of who God is. So when the Bible said that, when the Bible said Jesus is the express image of God, so Jesus did not only come to save us, one, he also came so that we may get the full meaning, definition, the, 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 the right comprehension or the right knowledge of who God is. So if, and we, we see that when Jesus came, there was no light in him because the bible said they, they, they didn't find anything so when in the old testament when they say something like a life spirit came from the lord is is an inaccurate representation of god 
So when Jesus came as the express image of God to save us and also to correct the inaccurate expression of God that was given or that has been given by the prophets. So anything that the that is said in the Old Testament concerning God by the prophet and we look at the life of Jesus and we did not find that thing is an indication that that thing they said is an inaccurate expression of who God is. I don't know if somebody is getting me. So Jesus did not just come to save us. is the express image of God, meaning that he came to model properly what God is or who God is. So when they say a light spirit came from God under the law, we know when Jesus came because we found no lie in him, is an indication that what those prophets said was an inaccurate explanation or inaccurate um, representation of who God is. So Christ is that express image of God. Is the one that came and mocked them God is. So anything that is said about God in the Old Testament, if we look at the life of Jesus and we cannot find them, it is, we can say those things, they are, they are inaccurate way of representation of God. So Jesus came as the express image of God. So in Hebrew 1.11, I mean, yes, in Hebrew chapter 1 verse 1, when he said in time past, he spoke via the prophet or our fathers. Then he now said in his time, is speaking now through jesus so meaning they are setting understanding of god that we've had before in the old testament that jesus came by the living and the teachings of jesus we see that those things they are inaccurate expression I, i'm trying to say all of this to show you that there were times when there was no really scriptures you know people and the prophet would just come and say toss here the lord and it was the word. So some of these things that we are reading from scripture, hope you know that they were the utterances that were given to this prophet and they came and they said, Toss here the Lord. So in case we saw anything from scripture that now that seems that when Jesus came, we could not find such in his life, is an indication that those prophets had they have this inaccurate explanation of, um, of the character of God. Do you get it? So when it has to do with hearing God. Like I always say, they are not always dramatic. Just like I, I started before, they are not always dramatic. The supernatural speakings of God are not always spectacular for them to be tax supernatural. The supernatural, you, you will read from your from scripture sometimes when the Pharisees are saying something, the Bible said, and Jesus perceived in his heart. The Bible did not say, and an angel came and spoke to Jesus, and the world was shaking. The Bible said, and he perceived in his heart. Meaning that, so he knew this, the knowing of the spirits. He knew this, not by just a dramatic something that happened, but he knew. So, the first biblical way, when you are trying to make a believer grow, you know, I want to use this scripture, the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 32, when Paul said, he said, as he's going, that there were certain people who are going to come among them, and they're going to come into them, and even among them, and they'll bring certain kind of doctrine. Then he said, but I commend it to God and then to the word of his grace. So the first way that you will put biblical way to guide the believer in being led by the voice of God is not even the audible voice of God first. No, the first way is the written word of God. Because as I remember one time I was advising a lady that used to be around us before, you know, she has the grace for these supernatural encounters and all of that. And hope you know that the spiritual realm don't only have the Holy Spirit, there are other spirits that are there. 
So there are people who have out-of-bodily experience. They actually left their body and went to a certain place, but it's not everything they went to. That's why I only say this, that the word of God makes you know the character of God. You know what God will do and what he will not do. So when you have the background, the, the, the understanding of the written word of God, and when you have a dramatic encounter and it does not tally with what is written in God's word, you can discard it knowing that that thing you saw, even though it is dramatic, even though it is supernatural, it is not from God. Because something is supernatural does not mean it's from God. You have to learn this. I remember a story that was said by a dear man of God. He said, um, there was a particular church. This man of God has labored, taught his people in word, in doctrine, you know, they understood scriptures and all that. Then he said, one time they were praying in church. And this lady had an encounter. Then he saw a being that called himself Jesus. In the encounter, the lady was replying back. He said, the Jesus that my pastor taught me and from scripture does not behave the way you're behaving. In the encounter, and the spirit was saying, you is Jesus, this one. Do you know what they did? The lady shouted the name of Jesus. And the being that was claiming Jesus disappeared. So if she was not properly taught, what do you think would happen? She would have listened and see somebody carrying fire, doing as if he's fighting, you know, and you would think that. So when, so with that, with that kind of supernatural encounter, she would have come out and said, oh, if you eat corn, you go to fire. Once you wear up and down, you go to fire Because that's so many errors in the body of Christ today, or few errors, let me put it that way. They came from sincerity of error. What do I say? They have a genuine encounter, but that encounter was not of God. That's why some of them who pioneered this error, they will die within it because they have an encounter, and this encounter is what builds their conviction. So they can tell you, I know what I saw. I saw something. So, but when you beat believers, that the first way that a person hear from God, the primary way, the basic first way is by the written word of God. See, the word of God there's a, the, the, is, the, is the only book that when you're reading, the author is there with you, the spirit of God. Even though verses, human verses were used to write these things, but it was inspired by the spirit of God. It's why you can carry a novel or whatsoever they call it that is bigger than the Bible and in four days you finish it. You carry your Bible, how many few chapters you're sleeping? You, read it, you have been reading the Bible for years and you are seeing that, wow, so this is what the Bible was saying. And every day you, you read that Bible, there's an understanding that comes. Every day you see different shades of understanding. There's no book you read like that. I have that kind of... So this book that you're seeing is not just a book. Somebody will now ask, how will, how will the Bible that is not even written to me particularly, how will the Bible now speak to me? See, the first thing is to begin to read it. You'll find out. Let me give you a practical way. You, as you begin to study the Bible, one day, maybe you have an issue where you have to make decisions. And you just be studying the scripture innocently. Hmm? As you're studying, you just find that you stumble upon a scripture book, and that scripture stays in your spirit. You, by the spirit of God, you will know that this scripture was for you that particular day. You will know that concerning the decision you want to make, you will just be studying innocently and find out that a scripture struck in your spirit cannot live, remains there. By yourself, you will know that this thing, this particular scripture today was God speaking to me. Sometimes God will be so kind and, exp and, and even extend it that you're done. You are even done. Maybe the scripture was in your heart and you're done. You, you, you switch to social media. You see somebody who said that same scripture again. You go to your WhatsApp status. You will see, even though it's not that particular scripture, but you see people talking in line with that scripture that you just read. By then you will know that God, because a conviction already, as 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 a conviction from 
that word already is has better something in you so you can have decisions to make and you're just studying scripture innocently and the word from scripture will just struck even you nobody will have to tell you that's why when people say how do i hear from god the first thing i tell them is begins with the arrival they will say oh, don't worry just keep reading there's a there's a there's a framework of the spirit that is with scriptures that cannot be explained on how to hear god until you begin to study it that young lady was asking me i said just keep reading it was after some time she came in fact god used her to give to give me a word she now begin to understand when god speaks to her via the word nobody will have to come and know you will just know there's a framework of the spirit with scripture that as you begin to study it you will not just you, you that, that conviction will just struck you will just know that this particular scripture today was for me so you are building a believer or you're trusting god or somebody that say ah, the first thing that you should guide them in is what is the written word of god the first thing you guide them what is what is the written word of god then the second thing is what is the audible voice of the spirit true there are people where but now let me tell you something that somebody because i have, I have my mentor has you know is given in an aspect he will tell you i heard it's very audible say somebody spoke to me i would like to there are only a few times i hear like that only a few times so don't in any way think that those who sound in that audible way or that's that, that uh, we, we are going in that audible way are more spiritual than you that is being led by the word no so there, there, there's a factor and see let, let me tell you something be careful don't don't go about saying god speak to me audible come bring your mouth from the wall i want to hear you satan when you are thirsty for encounter it is not only the spirit of god that is watching you all other spirits are also watching you so i'm always afraid for those who even have the gift of this hearing the audible voice of the spirit who are not grounded in scripture because it is written supersede what you heard or what you saw because it is written is that spiritual not that that you will use to guide the things that you heard the word of god the written word of god is the spiritual not that that you will use to guide the things that you heard and the things that you saw so when you the things you heard by the voice of the spirit and the things that you saw so when you when you take those things and then take the written word of God and you compare them and you see that the things you heard or the things that you saw, they invalidate scripture is an indication that it's not from God. Because the audible voice of God and the audible voice of God will not in any way invalidate the written word of God. The audible voice of God will not in any way invalidate the written word of God. So that's why the, the, the first foundation of, of being led by, by the voice of God is what? Scripture. Secondly, the, the voice of the Spirit. But the Scripture needs to confess. And a person who has the voice of the Spirit and is not granted in Scripture, one day you will hear something that is very supernatural. You will even see something that calls himself an angel. And so, yeah, go and take somebody's wife. And you will come and say, the Lord spoke to me just because you have an out-of-body experience. The word of God is the spiritual of that, that will make you, that will guide you. And look, this in ahead, this one, <laughs> oh be God. Even though you have 
a supernatural encounter even though it is an out-of-body experience but you can know that this one don't be god talker because it invalidate what he said if the bible was not in place eh, there would be a lot of witchcrafts the bible is nothing that guides us from certain things so there are times that's why those who have the prophetic gifts one of the things I only shout for them is to be grounded in the word. Because the spiritual realm does not only have the spirit of God. There are other spirits. You will not know before you know you are telling people to bring candy and come and bait in the church. Because those things, you saw them from the realm of the spirit. So you, you thought it was God that said it. Ah. But the Bible is that cardinal point, the written word of God. That's why I said the first way that a believer is being led is by his word. Then second, by the voice of the spirit. I have to put the word first so that it can guide you. So that the things you heard, you can look at it via the word. That, that the scripture becomes the mirror you used to look at everything you heard or that you saw. Are you getting it? So that you don't see certain people. So you can see certain prophets. Hmm? They are they are actually called of God and they are getting see let me say this just because a spiritual um a spiritual stuff death results is not an indication that it's from God how we judge the accuracy of a thing how we judge the accuracy of a thing or how we judge the authenticity of a thing is not by the accuracy I can come and say your name is Rene you're a black American this and that and that. Even though I'm accurate, if the spirit that powers the thing I'm saying is of the devil, I'm still I'm not authentic. So the way to draw the authenticity of a thing is not by the accuracy. No, it's by the spirit that powers the accuracy. Those that lady was following Paul and he was saying this way, these are the servant of God. What she was saying was accurate, but the spirit that powers the authentic, the accuracy is not of God. So we don't judge. So we don't judge things. We don't judge the prophetic things by just the accuracy. No, we judge them by the spirit that powers the accuracy. So that somebody say, ah, your name is Princess. Um, you are this and that and that. This one of God. So you must grow in designing the spirit, in 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 design of spirit to know the things. You so do you know how you know most of these people? That you how you know most of these people. They are, even though they are accurate, some of the practices that they will be bringing will not, will not be, will not be in place with scripture. And do you know one thing? Some of them is not as if the intentional is because they, 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 they are giving themselves so much to the things, dramatic encounters, and all of this that sometimes they will forgot scripture. I don't know if you are getting it. They, so we must first exhaust scripture above anything. So that it can help you, so that the day you have an out of body experience or an encounter that is not of God, and you think, I saw this thing, then you come back and look at Bible and you see that this one is not inside the Bible, you will take that encounter and fold it and keep it one side. So you are building a believer. The first thing that you must start with for them is the written word of God. Then the, the voice of the spirit. Then number three the heward man now do you know that there is a witness that you sometimes have in your spirit that's why you must train your spirit you must do what see i don't know i said i was going to just share a few points then i'm going to share some of my um, practical encounter of what god, god has spoken to me 
there's an inward weakness. Let me put it that way. Instead of saying inward man, let me say inward weakness. That in your spirit, when you have the life, when you when you receive the life of God. Now let me give you, let me tell you what that he was pleased. When you give your life to Christ, hmm, did you see? And they say all your sins have been forgiven. And you believe. Some people even came to the altar, they were crying. Some people were cold. Now, how did you believe that your sins were forgiven? There was an inward witness in your spirit. Even though you did not see that Jesus came physically and take the blood, you read it from the Bible and there was a conviction that the inward witness, the inward witness is one of the ways that God speaks. So you are praying, Lord, I want to make a trip to Abuja. There is a job offer in Abuja and there is a job offer in Lagos. You are praying and every time you, you pray towards Abuja, there is this peace that is not there. You are praying, you, you want to buy the ticket, there is this peace, you are the inward witness. You must see the peace that God put in your heart, never, don't you realize it. You know, when, as we are about to start our fellowship here, uh, what are they calling it? Yeah, by the way, we wanted to use a church. And you know what? They wanted to give us the church free. Even though there were issues, you know, people who had used the church before, they don't actually tried. And the man was trying to, you know, talk to his members so we can use it. So I was praying one night and I was saying, God, because when I'm praying about divine direction, I, I love to be expressed. God, show me. The Bible says, call upon me and I will answer you. When I say God should show me, it's not just about Holy Spirit and um, supernatural encounter like dreams and all those. What I'm also saying is, show me via any way. See, God knows how he can get your attention if you are willing that you want to hear him. God that created a burning bush so that he could speak to Moses. He knows. So I was praying. But you know one thing? The more I was praying about the church, the more I was seeing the house fellowship. The more I prayed, the more I see the house fellowship. The more I prayed about the church, the more I asked God, what's this? And then I remember that one time I was scrolling through Instagram. And then I saw something from one of our fathers of faith that spoke about our fellowship. That day I screenshotted it, and the Lord kept taking me back to that thing. I prayed about the church, I was seeing our fellowship. And they were to give us free to show you that all open doors is not from God. And you know what? When I was coming to Ibadan, one of the things that God spoke to me was challenge. And that third location was a challenge. But sometimes, just because it is challenge, it may not be time for you to go there. Because when God speaks, God, you know, there's no time in Israel. He, he speaks as, as if, I, I don't know how to explain his speaking now. He's, he's speaking sometimes to us. It is in our future. That's the best way that I can explain it. But in my prayer, I see the house fellowship. So one night, I think about a few nights ago, I, I forgot if I prayed that night. I, I was sleeping. Then I just, I slept off and I, I was in a dream. I was in a church. I was teaching, prayer meeting. And all of a sudden, fight broke, broke out. In the church, I was only people when I was teaching. Immediately I woke up from the dream. The spirit of the Lord spoke to my heart. Then look at the way God connects things. Then I remembered that a dear man of God said, when the ministry was about to start, either he, he thought he was going to start in Abuja. So he was praying, he went on the retreat. Then on the when he, he slept the last day of the retreat, he saw a plane that cried the name of the ministry. He was he took off. From the northern part of Nigeria and moved to Abuja, immediately the plane landed in Abuja in crash. He woke up and he said, Spirit of God, I know what you're saying. So God was telling him, remain in the northern part, don't go to Abuja. So immediately I woke up from that dream. That thing the man of God said, the Spirit of God dropped it in my heart. Ah, 
that even though you were going to lose a child for his own yet, immediately I knew that this is what God is speaking, saying. So even with that, so do you see, even with that, there's an inward witness that created a scenario in my heart that every time I was praying about the church, my, my peace was shifting to the house fellowship. You must train these things. That's why we pray in the spirit. That's how we spend quality time praying in the spirit. Building up yourself in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. You are, there are issues that you don't know, you don't know how to go about it. Praying in the spirit. You are growing yourself. You can discern things. You will know if you are to do this or not to do it. There is an inward witness. Even though somebody is very good, you just there is no peace for you about this guy. This guy will post. There is no peace. You want to take a decision. There is no peace. You are prayed. You are casted Satan. You are. There is no peace. That inward witness. That inward witness. It's not that if you don't train these things, it's not every time that God will come and speak to you. See, there are times when the only thing God will give to you is not scripture. What God will give to you is that, that in, okay, inner witness. And you have to now begin to trade on that inner witness by praying the spirit. As you pray, Lord, show me. Is it this way or that way? And we see that the thing began to you, for instance, let me use location, Abuja and Potter Court. God may not give you a critical word, even though God has spoken to you audibly before to go to whether um, um, Abuja. Then you get to Abuja, you don't know where. To... So as you begin to pray, your inner witness is you are just you feel peace towards a particular region, and another particular region. There's there's this struggle that is there. You must learn this because there are times when they may not be actually scripture to give to you. Is that inner witness? There's a conviction that is buried in your spirit. You know that it is God that said you. I, I believe that this is a particular area that many people have, have they are yet to actually learn in, in when it comes to hearing God and being led by the cross. This particular one, you must learn it. Then, number four, God speaks with various things around you. God does what? Speaks with various things around him. Just like I told you about Moses, God had to create a fire, a, a, a burning sensation scenario in order to catch the attention of Moses because he wanted to speak to Moses. There are so many scenarios that God will use to speak to you. If you are sensitive and you are open and willing that God should speak. You know what? There are so many scenarios. If I tell you so many, see, when I'm trusting God for divine direction, eh, my spirit is always open that God will speak to me via anywhere. I'm, I'm just, my spirit is just open. I'm saying, God, I'm available to hear the things you will say. Just imagine the house fellowship. How do I find out? Even though I was having a witness, I saw it somewhere online. And the day I saw the house fellowship thing that was said by that man of God, there's a, there was an inner witness. I had to even screenshot it. See, I'm going to write something. I'm going to put it out probably. You know, period will officially be seven months on the night of this uh, month. So there are things I'm going to write that way. Because I found out that when it has to do with hearing God and having clarity in your, in your work with God, sometimes when you study about those who are ahead of you, the, the way, the decision they take, the way they go about it can help you. I remember when it was time for me to resign. Huh? In fact, today when I was praying, I found out that God has spoken to me about full time since 2018. Anybody you see that does ministry and 
God is calling them and they're excited to only start. I don't always trust these people. I found out while I was praying to me. Let, okay, let me even tell you how I found out. That was, I was saved around 2017, even though they were still back and forth. Then in 2017, early 18, I meant a dearly mentor, Pastor David Vincent. And this guy taught me many things. Bro, this guy taught me many things. This guy took me to his house one day, you know, and just showed me one small room. He said, This is the room I fasted for one year. I said, What? Show me one small room and said, This is the room I. He, he taught me the art of retreat, so many things that I began to study. I think he, he was just starting a fellowship then and all that, and he just wanted to start. So I began to study. Now, hear what I said at the beginning. Remember, I told you that there's an inner witness that will come when you study scripture sometimes, that you will know that this particular word is for you. I cannot forget that. I think that was in Luke 5 11. Luke chapter 5, 11 to 12. I was I was studying that morning. I cannot forget. We had an night. And I was just and I saw it. When I saw that scripture, it was that in my spirit that God was speaking to me. He said, and they forsook all and followed him. That scripture, I struggled with it for what is this? For long. Because then I was into entertainment. So I thought God was asking me to leave entertainment and follow him. It is recently I did not know that it is that far that God has been telling me. But sorry, I was afraid. What would I tell people? How do I start from? So I said all this to say that there is an inner witness that we must build. There is a way that God can speak to you within everything around you. That was the first time I had the scripture of resigning. Then later on, it was so intense that everybody will come and be giving me scripture. People who never knew about it, some people will come and say, and all the scriptures they were giving to me is, and they forsook God and followed him, and they forsook God and followed him, and they forsook God and followed him. God, I, all the screenshots, because I take the I take confirmations of things very, very serious. I created a place on my telegram. I kept all the DC, all the confirmations. People, I go to YouTube. I will see a video talking about the forsook all and followed it. I go to Twitter. I go everywhere. God was showing me. So God can speak through many activities around you if you can be discerning. I learned this from, a, from, from one of my friends, Tolani. God will speak to any activities around you if you are discerning. God will show you the things everywhere. You'll be surprised. You're seeing a movie that you're not supposed to. You will God will just show it to you anyway. I remember I went on a trip this drive around 2020 or, or so. And I'd waited for, for three days. I've not had anything. And on the last day, God told me, say, pick your phone and watch a movie. It was a Messiah movie. It was from that movie that God began to speak. Most of the things I'm doing today came of the encounter that came from that movie. So I said all that to say number four, God can speak to you through activities around you if you understand. See, being led by the Spirit of God is not hard. You must first take that mentality that God is one father you know, or God is one wicked man that when he wants to speak, everybody will have to bow their head. No. And you must understand that the speakings of God are not always dramatic. Are you getting it? That the speakings of God are not only dramatic. The Bible showed us many times when he said, and Jesus perceived in his heart. Just per and and the, every time he perceived, he was correct. 
Are you getting it? So you must remove that mindset that this and lastly, wait, let me put this for you. Hmm? You must master how God speaks to you. One, then secondly, you must also be flexible in understanding that God may not speak the way He has been speaking to you before. One, you must master how God speaks to you, because there are people they will tell you ah, this is how God speaks. But again, you must be flexible to know that God will not only speak to you that way. Now, let me bring into dreams and vision. I know there are theologians that said uh, God does not speak to dreams because the apostles were not led by dream any time. It was vision. I don't like to bring all of these theological arguments into all your things and all that. See, that God did not give the apostles their dream, but he led Joseph that carried Jesus and so many other people get dreams. It, it is not an indication that, we, that God cannot lead you there via a dream. Just that we can, it is better to see that leading by the dream can be one of the least of the way that God can lead us. But it should not totally be taken out of context and say God cannot lead you. It's wrong. Sometimes, some things are, how do I put it? Some things are, ah, there's one English I want to use now. Some things are not large enough to create a doctrine around them. So there are times when God can lead through a dream. There are people, some of you, you have the gift of prophetic dreams. Some people, the only dreams of prophetic dreams that they have is bad dream. They say, anytime you may have dreamed something, you know they, you know they all ever for it, they happen. But you never dream. So you must, you must learn to configure that your dream in prayers. Then there are people who have the gift of visions. You know, they, will, they may not actually be sleeping, but they can God grant, it, grant them that access of things. But I'm showing you that the foundation for all of this is what? Is scripture. Because there are believers who may not see angels until Jesus comes, and it's not because they are bad people. <laughs> we may not even see an encounter that heaven opened. I saw this and that. So I'm showing you, I just show you a practical way that God can speak via their activities around your life. If you're discerning this. So every time you're trusting God for divine direction and instruction, be open. Be so adware, be so be, be open and know that God can speak. See, boast in the ability that God wants to speak to you. Don't see it as one thing, as one big thing. God wants to speak to you. The life of Moses alone shows us how, how much God wants to speak. He so wants to speak that he had to create a scene to cut the attention of Moses. Are you getting it? Now, let me, let me just give you this last one. See, there are times when, you know, I said, know how God speaks to you. Then I also said that you should also know that there are times when God will not speak that way every time. Again, if there is a consistent way that God has spoken to you on major issues, hmm? there are times when, <laughs> let me say this, I know one of my friends will be here, and let me just say this so that it will help everybody. See, if the way God speaks to you on major of your issues, all this while, is based on inner witness and convictions, inner witness you know by the spirit of god so when you now get to i know you know i used to have a lot of this message about relationships and all that and you know marriage relationship people sometimes they want a written word from scripture it is fine if god has been speaking to you on other things by reading word of god by scriptures then it is also good that when you ask to do with your relationship life you may also trust god 
that it speaks that way. But also remember that I told you that just because you master the God speaks does not mean you will speak like that every time. One. Then secondly, if God also has been speaking to you by inner witness on everything about your life, so why do you not want him to change it now? When you found a man or a woman, you don't want God to now change it and say, ah, God, but this particular one, I don't want you to speak this way. I want you to speak that way. Sometimes, eh, after speaking to so many people about hearing God and all that, I've found out that we, we want God to, to do things in our way. We don't trust him enough to the way he intends to do or speak to us. You have been, God has spoken to you via maybe different means all this while. But when you get to a particular stage of a part of your life, you say, no, God speaks this one. But the way he has been speaking to you since you have confirmed that this is God speaking. Are you getting it? So we must learn this. That we cannot force God. Eh? <laughs> so, so we must learn that there are ways that God speaks. God sometimes may not give you the audible meeting word of God. But the, the conviction you, in your heart will not invalidate scriptures. Let me put it that way. Because people can take things out of context. The conviction in your heart will not invalidate what is written. You, there is a knowing of the spirit. I don't know many people witness this thing. You will just know. That this is God. If somebody asks you, you say, Don't worry, I know. And see, this knowing of the spirit don't just jump on you. This is a man who has been given to scripture and I'm framing the spirit. That's how we build this conviction. You will just know by the spirit. If somebody asks you, you say, I don't know, but I know the spirit of God. I know it as I know my name. Do you get those convictions? You just have that conviction in your heart that this one is by the spirit. This one came from the Lord. And this thing is built by a man who has consistently given himself to the word and to prayer. So I said all that to say this: God leading us is not hard. God doing what is not hard. You must create that scenario that God wants to speak to you. You must understand in your heart that God is not one abalis that, that must be dramatic when he wants to do something. No. And that if I'm sensitive enough, I can discern that God has even. Have you ever heard certain people who had maybe they were going out and they had an accident or something happened to them? They'll say, Ah, something was telling me in the morning. It was not something, it was the Holy Ghost pricking their heart. So you can have a body as you're going in the morning and you're praying in tongues. Maybe the, as you're praying in tongues, that you don't know what that tongue will do. Maybe that body in your heart, God was trying to call your attention. That the first boss that will come in the morning may have an accident or something. But as you pray in tongues, something can happen. You can get to junction and miss that bus and enter another one. Or you can enter the bus and the accident will not happen. So when there's this, the inner witness is something that we must learn. Are you getting? So a believer built by the word, by the voice of the spirit, by inner witness, by various activities around our lives. These are the practical way that God has led people. Ask your pastors, ask leaders, they will tell you practical ways that God has done what? Let people. When I was going to come to Badon, I remember I went to Dunamis Airport International. And when I get into the church, God has already spoken to me about Ibadan. But it was one of the major confirmations I had again. When I got into the place and all the activities, and Dr. Paul came. And do you know what he was teaching on? Divine direction. Um, I still had that topic in mind. Divine direction, what was it? And he was speaking, and the only go spoke to my heart. He said, What you mentioned, Ibadan. 
immediately he said when bishop Oedipo was going to Ibadan, i just knew there was that inner witness that came to my spirit i knew immediately do you get it? so you must you must be in tune hmm? i understand that sometimes we are being careful so we don't make a mistake but don't worry god really wants to meet you say it i'm led by the spirit of god i will make no mistake say to yourself i'm led by the spirit of god i make no mistake i walk in clarity and precision i know what god wants me to do and i do them i walk in clarity i know what god wants me to do and i do them i move by the voice of god no mistakes i do what god wants me to do i know what he wants me to do and i do them in the name of jesus so probably we want to go back to this stuff that we just talked now. Understand this. One thing you must get this night is have the understanding that God wants to speak to me. Father, we thank you for your word that has come this night. The Bible said the year in year. See, I said the Lord gave them news. I'm praying for you. In case probably um some people you're struggling, even after we've said all of this. To really know what God wants you to do and all that, and pray for you in the name of Jesus. May you receive clarity now in the name of Jesus. Receive clarity now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Thou shalt lay a word behind you. The same boat this way, when you turn left and when you turn right. Lord, I pray for you every clarity that you needed, that you need, I mean, between now and tomorrow. I decree, may it come in the name of Jesus. May the clarity come in the name of Jesus.